We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. Packers get a win, and not a lot of people believe in them. Their record is at 5-1, and one, and not a lot of people believe in them. 855-830-8648. That is a phone number to get a hold of us. That's on the Milwaukee Admirals. Hashtag Admirals 50 talk line. You can hit me up on Twitter at Bill underscore Michaels. At Bill underscore Michaels. Got the whole house today. Got Radio Joe Zenzola back at Radio Joe Sports. Sam Schmitz producing the program at Sam double underscore Schmitz. At Evan Hef 25, you can find all of them there. And uh, you can also uh, find us over on the Facebook fan page. Go to facebook.com slash The Bill Michael Show. Hey, reminder, coming up tomorrow night, going to do some uh, Facebook Live stuff again. So uh, looking forward to it. Should be a lot of fun. We did not uh, we did that last week, and we had a blast. And for those that tuned in, uh, keep the questions coming. I'll try to print some of them out and uh, do some of, them, some of them live tomorrow. And then we'll also take some questions. Uh, kind of anything, too. We'll take questions about anything coming up tomorrow and we'll get into that discussion but if you want to hit us up on facebook do it uh instagram as well the real bill michaels and thanks to everybody listening to us on the radio.com app you can find uh, the bill michaels website billmichaelsports.com that is billmichaelsports.com so the packers get a win but they lost in tampa bay that seems to be resonating more with fans than the five wins they have stacked up than the fact that the offense has looked better. Uh, but many of you pointing out a lot of the flaws that you believe are still existing within this team. Um, this one's from Anthony, who says, I'm not a pessimist, but I would love to see J.J. Watt here to shore up the defense. So more so, they should trade uh, Marquez Valdez-Scaling. He's not any good. We need another wide out on the other side of Adams. But who? Uh, this one's from Random Joe, who says Brian Gutekunst and his arrogance thought that MVS was going to turn out to be something, and he's not. Now what? The brilliance of this front office always is try to catch lightning in a bottle, and in the meantime, just allow Aaron Rodgers to sit out there and try to do his best to put them over the top. Again, Brian Gutekunst has missed, because where is your number one draft pick? He is sitting his blank on the bench, not even dressing half the time. Way to go, you cheap bunch of blanks. 
Uh, this is from Zach, who says, this win was a good win, but it's not a great win. It's not beating a team that just has the ability to beat you. It's beating up on a bad team, and yes, that's what you're supposed to do, but beat a good team, and I'll be back on the bandwagon. A couple of weeks, you're going to go to San Francisco. If you can get that monkey off your back, that will be a good start. 855-830-8648. Give us a shout. Let's go to uh, let's go to Bill in Kenosha. Bill, welcome to the program, man. What's going on? Bill. Jair, hello? Yeah, go ahead. No one's talking about Jair Alexander shutting down half that field and taking Will Fuller out of that game. Will Fuller has exploited defenses all year long on the deep ball. And Jair Alexander, if he's not a pro bowler this year, then Something's wrong. He is putting together a hell of a season. I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, the fact that he just shut down Calvin Ridley, he has been – Really, really good. Uh, and, and the fact that you're not hearing his name is problematic in the sense that they're not even throwing at him half the time, majority of the time, only for the fact that he is is that good in coverage and he has not been a guy that uh, had to have a ton of help. It's not like they're putting people over the top. I mean, he's basically been on an island, and he's shutting down that island. I completely agree with you. Uh, it, the, that story and and the fact that yesterday the offensive line without David Bakhtiari was able to keep Aaron Rodgers clean, probably the two bigger undercovered stories just because they're not prolific when it comes to statistics, when it comes to the ability. Statistically speaking, there aren't any, and that's what you want out of those positions. And the fact that they're they're basically sitting at zeros, it's fantastic. I, I completely agree with you. Uh, Jake hits us up over on Twitter said, I think the Packers fans believe in them winning the division, making the playoffs, winning one game, and that's where the belief ends. The past decade has shown a winning football team, but not one that can win a Super Bowl. Uh, this is from Brett who says, uh, get to the NFC Championship game and actually get to a Super Bowl, and then we become believers. Brian Gutekind's not doing enough. Uh, let's get back to the phone calls. Let's go to Sean listening to us in Kenosha. Sean, how you, or excuse me, Sean in Bayview. Sean, how you doing today? What's going on, man? Uh, good. Thanks for, for all the people that are just sitting there talking about Tampa Bay and can't get off of Tampa Bay. Um, I hope those people aren't watching the Packers anymore or, or turning them on TV. Cause I don't think they deserve to be a Packer fan. If that's how they're talking about our team. I mean, no team goes to this. Only one team goes to the Super Bowl every year. So do you think fans are saying that about all their teams? Never going to happen. Never going to happen. No, that's not the case. These guys are talented. They're mature. We know what they're capable of. They got a bloody nose. They wiped it off. They went and took care of business. And I wasn't really feeling that great about the game because they have a running quarterback. But they they did it. You know, and yet that's why we watch all the games, and that's why we're Packer fans because we we got to have belief, we got to have faith. Otherwise, don't watch, don't be a part of it. You know. Well, yeah, I I, I get where you're coming from. There's a lot of appreciate the phone call. There's a lot of people that are fans. They want to see the Packers do well. I think what happens is, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think what happens is is there's people that want to believe at the beginning of the season. Everybody wants to believe that their team has a legitimate shot at winning a championship. Packers fans have an expectation almost of winning a championship, getting to and winning a Super Bowl, okay? And then the season begins to unfold, and you look at your team and you say, 
either yes, I'm excited about this because I believe this team can beat anybody on any given Sunday. Or you look at this and go, you know what? It's we're going to go through the same thing. What I what did I do last year? I got excited about 13 and 3. I look forward to this team going to the postseason. We kind of looked at what happened on the West Coast with LA and the Chargers and San Francisco as ah, it's West Coast. They'll figure that out. And then when they go back out in the NFC Championship game and they just can't do anything, you're like, boy, what we saw the first time is pretty much what we saw the second time. Not only did they not figure them out, they just got out physical and punched got punched in the mouth. So then you go to the offseason. You say, okay, where do you need to get better? To the eyeball test, you know you need a middle linebacker. You know you need another wide receiver or two. You need more weapons. So they go out and get Funches. You're like, okay, you know, that's a move. That's a veteran. And now you see if they go out and get anybody else in the draft because there's so many of these burners, right? These these really good wide receivers that have been scattered across the first couple of rounds of the draft that are currently helping the teams in which they play for. And you're kind of like, okay, that'd be great. We'd love to get one of those guys. Add a guy to Aaron Rodgers to go alongside a veteran like Devontae Adams and some of the other guys that you have, such as Mercedes Lewis, Robert Tunyon. You got Aaron Jones out of the backfield who proved last year he can catch passes. So then you're kind of like, okay, give us one other guy that can kind of develop but who's the real deal. Because we've seen Marquez Valdez-Scantling short-arm it. Equinemius St. Brown's always always banged up. Alan Lazard's Alan Lazard, you know. So we need that other guy. Give us that one other guy. Even if you've got that one other guy alongside Alan Lazard, who is a really crisp, good route runner, give us that other guy. And they didn't. They gave you a guy that not only isn't playing, or not only isn't isn't starting, he's not playing. He's not he's not helping your team unless the main guy on your team is not playing. And that's not what you want. So you're like, well, what'd you do? What'd you do? Okay, you're telling me to wait three years for him to get good. I mean, that that's... You know, no, we were a game away from going to the Super Bowl. As a fan, you're, you you get that big bucket of cold water dumped on you. So then you begin to move forward. You watch this team, and they win four straight, and then they go into Tampa Bay, and you're like, you know what? Here you go. Rodgers, Brady, a good defense against a Packers good offense. Man, let's see them do their thing. And then they come out, and it's just like laid an egg. And you're like, what the hell was that? And all of a sudden you're going, wait a minute. that's That was San Francisco from last year. The same thing happened. Why am I believing in this team again? Why am I getting sucked into the enthusiasm again when it's wash, rinse, repeat? They did nothing to bolster themselves. They didn't do anything. They talked about better gap discipline. Gap discipline you could have taken care of last year. You didn't do anything this year. So why should I believe? I get it. I completely get it. Doesn't mean you can't be a fan. Doesn't mean you can't be hopeful. And it, excuse me, it doesn't mean that the second year of the absorption of the offense and facing a little bit of adverse adversity coming out of Tampa Bay, you can't learn from that. So now you wait and see as the season progresses for a team like San Francisco, who had injuries early on and has now started to come back from some of those injuries. And now they're becoming a, 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 a much better team. And they just went and put it on a depleted New England Patriots team and and just a complete butt-whipping. So now you know, okay, the next up on the docket after Minnesota, that team's for real. Minnesota, I don't know how dangerous you consider Minnesota. You know what I mean? 
Because the Minnesota Vikings, sitting at 1-5, and five, I still think are a decent team. They've had some guys that have gone down. They've traded away their defensive pickup in the offseason. Dockway, they, uh, Donnell Hunter is down for the season with uh, season-ending surgery. They're 1-5. Cousins is having a terrible year, but they're also coming off of a bye. They're regrouping. Mike Zimmer usually comes up with a decent defensive scheme against Aaron Rodgers. So is it a good win if they knock off Minnesota at Lambeau Field again? You know? Is that does, is that any kind of a convincing win? No, not really. Not really. Because you're looking, you're going to San Francisco, you know, you're thinking to yourself that NFC West, man, Seattle five and one, Arizona five and two, the Rams four and two, San Francisco four and three. I don't know. That's the best division in football. So we're going to look in that direction for our positive win. And if they get that win, then I'll start to jump back on the bandwagon and those shock absorbers are going to have to be torqued up a notch. 855-830-8648. Is that about right? Is that, does that about sum it up for you? Does that about sum up where you're at? Let's go to Dave listening to us on the south side of Milwaukee. Dave, how you doing, man? What's up? Hey, Bill, how's it going? Great you know, today. I, What's I came on? Away with, I, I came away with three thoughts uh, yesterday, and and they're, they're pretty subtle things, but just things I noticed that I haven't seen in a while. The first thing is, and it started last week, our backs are supposed to be so good at blitz pickups and blocking in the pocket. And I just saw whiffs last week and this week. And it wasn't one person. It was both of them. And that kind of concerned me, even though Aaron Rodgers didn't get sacked because of it, he got, it was pretty close. He was lucky that he was able to get the ball away. He had to step up and then step to his right and just dink it over the the lineman. Um, The second thing is all I've been reading about with Josh Jackson, and again, this is what's happening last week and this week, is People were talking about how great he's gotten if he's right up on the line, he gets his hands on the guy, and then they got him on a slot guy. Now, how is he supposed to get his hands on a slot receiver? I think uh, Houston showed that you can't do that. So if this guy is good uh, right up on the line and, and putting his hands on a receiver before they can get off the ball, why isn't he doing that? And last but not least, the one thing that struck me yesterday is it felt like we had McCarthy coaching again because we'd run away and hide, and then we'd kind of hide in the shell. And, you know, with the exception of that first drive in the second half, it just seemed like we were, we were just trying to eat up clock. And fortunately, we were able to do it at the end of the game. But it's like that 15 to 20 minutes in between was, was – we're, we're hanging on to win, and, and that that just felt like old Packers instead of what I've been used to since LaFleur got here. So mm-hmm. that's me, and that's all I got to say. Thanks, Bill. I appreciate it. Um, okay, going back to the McCarthy um, comment, this was just a really well-called game. Uh, with Now, remember, the Packers got the ball with 8.55 to go in the third quarter, and took it down on an eight-play, 75-yard drive and scored. 
That was that 45-yard touchdown pass to Devontae Adams. The next possession, after the defense went three and out, the next possession, the Packers started off with a run. Because at that point in time, yeah, you're probably wanting to get rid of a little bit of clock, but they went to, to, a, to a run with A.J. Dillon. Then Aaron Rodgers, twice out of the shotgun, threw the one incomplete pass to Mercedes Lewis. And that gave you a third and ten. So they just took a shot deep to Devontae Adams, and that fell short. It wasn't like they didn't do anything. They did throw two passes that, had it been completed to Mercedes Lewis, would have given you a third and short, which would have then changed up the play call. But at that point in time, they threw deep to to Devontae Adams, and that ended the quarter. So then the, 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 uh, the Texans get the ball back. And they drive down the field, and they ended up kicking a field goal. The Packers on that next drive to open the fourth quarter uh, did run the ball to Jamal Williams, picked up three. And then Aaron Rodgers, remember, on that that uh, that misdirection, throws to Devontae Adams for six more yards. And they were third and one. Remember, third and one. And so they went with Jamal Williams up the gut, thinking that they would pick it up. And what happened was the the linebacker and the defensive end collapsed the um, – uh, or not the outside linebacker, the, uh, the inside linebacker and the tackle collapsed the inside and ended up shooting the gap. And between Corey Lindsley and company, and it, it, it just – they flooded one zone and they ended up guessing right, and Jamal Williams gets hit for a three-yard loss. So it wasn't like – they weren't trying to move the football. They were because right after that is when the punt was blocked. And they were still throwing the football after that. Because then on that first and 10, they threw the ball uh, deep down the field. They went for a kill shot to Marquez Valdez Scantling. That ended up becoming uh, incomplete. And also uh, uh, Hargraves was in- injured on that play, if I remember correctly. But after that, it was two passes, one out to the left side to Jamal Williams, and they went back again to the left side to Marquez Valdez-Scanling. Both of those fell short and incomplete. And, and you know, basically after that, the, the game was pretty much over. But it wasn't like they just ran the ball, ran the ball, ran the ball, and then it was done. It's They, they were still throwing the football. Now, when you go back to uh, um, some of the other, you know, players that you were discussing about guys whiffing, uh, they whiffed two weeks ago for sure. They just weren't at the line of scrimmage in time. They weren't set in time. They were just off. They had a couple of misses yesterday, but it was nowhere near what it was against Tampa Bay. And remember, Aaron Jones wasn't in there, and Aaron Jones is is probably the best blocker they have. 855-830-8648-855-830-8648. Going to go ahead and take a quick break. we got a lot more coming up right after this. Wisconsin-wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Now, 
A green and gold update brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veterans Services Department at cuw.edu slash veterans. Here's Mike Clemens. The Packers get the win. 35-20 to 20 over the Texans. Packers wide receiver Devontae Adams had a career-high 196 yards on 13 catches and two touchdowns who got it going early in the first quarter. That was something that we aimed to do, come out and kind of hit on all, all cylinders early and you know get me going so that I can be able to produce for this offense. The Packers won without several starters, including left tackle David Bakhtiari and running back Aaron Jones, Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers. So I was looking over practice, I think it was on Friday, and I counted, I think, eight starters, you know, the beginning of the year that they were in the rehab group. You know, that's not not always the best feeling, but, you know, part of this league is next man up, and we need guys to step in and play well. Packers head coach Matt LaFleur. I just think we're a resilient group. These guys rallied around each other, and injuries are a part of the game, and you have to have that next man up mentality. And, you know, they've been working hard. So Green Bay improves to 5-1. and one. They host the Vikings next. The Texans fall to 1-6. and six. A tough year for J.J. Watt, who only needed one sack to reach 100 for his career, but fell short. J.J., what's it like chasing Aaron Rodgers and getting close to him and then find out he's already completed a great pass down the field? What do you think that's like? Not, not great. That's J.J. Watt. I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. Welcome back to the program. We're glad to have you. This portion of the program brought to you by our good friends over there at the Biofuels Association. I was out cruising around uh, the other night. What was it? Uh, Friday. Or no, excuse me, Saturday. Saturday. And uh, sure enough, you know, lights are on way up in the distance. And I drive past uh, one of the cornfields. There's the combine. And uh, they're getting it done. I've been telling you, they're going to be out there collecting all the corn that's in the field right now. And that is the majority of it anyway. It's going to be used for ethanol. And I can't tell you enough. I know this has become one of those political hot topics. Look, I want to stay from the po- stay away from the politics. All I want you to do is keep this in mind. Next time you go to the pump, try to find a place that uses unleaded 88 or E85. If you have a flex fuel vehicle, you know what I'm talking about. Okay, you've already probably been schooled on that. It's got that green flex fuel badging on the back. You can use the E85. However, if uh, you have the unleaded 88 capability, look for a look for a station. I know quick a lot of quick trips have it. Jets have it as well. Look for that. Saves you a little bit of pain at the pump. Does something great for the environment and for the farmers. I was just reading an article over the weekend about farmers in dire need right now. Dire need of support in so many different ways. And uh, the farmers, just let's just let, do what we can. Do what we can. So that would be great. If you've got a car that's newer than 2001, chances are you can put unleaded 88 in it. And if you can, just go for it. Just go for it. 855-830-8640. For all the facts, by the way. For all the facts, go to abetterfuel.org. That is abetterfuel.org. Again, abetterfuel.org. Let's get back to the phone calls real quick. Um, we got, uh, let's see here. Uh, let's go to uh, let's go to L in Philadelphia, our good buddy L, sitting out there in Philly right now. L, how you doing, Bal? Hey, Mike, how you doing? I'm doing wonderful. What's up? Um, I just, you know, it's, it's just depressing getting on here and hearing these fans. Like, they want us to have the perfect 
team, the perfect play, the perfect game. Like, there's so many little nuances that go on with winning, well, watching or having winning football when it comes to the NFL. Now, last week, yeah, a, a lot of things were um, put out there, but you also got to factor in there's certain players, like, like, for instance, we didn't have Tyler Irvin last week. And Tyler Irvin is usually the guy that's in motion, that does a lot of the motion or whatever, pre-snap. And him not being there, they're, um, you know, dumb not getting the plays in on time. You got to realize when you're running motion and doing all that, it takes time to get the play in, mm-hmm. get everybody set, get everybody to run around and do what they're supposed to do, then hike the ball. So Aaron Rodgers was kind of like at a disadvantage because a lot of the plays weren't getting in on time. So when he got up to the line of scrimmage, and he's not playing against no scrummy behind defense, they probably putting all types of different looks that he probably has to make adjustments to, and he don't get to move around and run around or whatever, you know, how they usually do. And then that's why we were in so many different, like, you know, um, bad predicaments on offense where they had the defense had the advantage over us. Now, yesterday right. they cleaned a lot of that up, and they were able to, despite not having him, they didn't have Aaron Jones either, and you had your basically your second and third string running backs in there our best left tackle, or arguably the best left tackle in football, not there. They made adjustments with that. And we were still able to put up 30-plus points yesterday. Like, what else do you want? You know. And then the defense played well. Jair Alexander, he's the best quarter, the cornerback in football. Like, there's no ifs, ands, buts about it. I don't hear nothing when nobody else say anything. This young dude, man, is balling out of his mind. And mm-hmm. yet, there's a whole bunch of negativity going on with the team. I try not to listen to people that pundit this outside of Green Bay because they don't know our team like how we know. They're not going to talk right. about uh, Bakhtiari not playing yesterday. They're not going to talk about Aaron Jones or uh, Irvin or No Lazard or, you know, that's the people that, you know, that we usually talk about on a regular basis. So I just want these fans to just, like, relax. Now, do I want us to get a person like J.R., I mean, um, J.J. Watt or somebody to come in there? Heck, yeah, I, I would love for that to happen. They could pack it some way where they can get J.J. Watt and probably, like, Will Fuller or something for some draft picks or something and get us in there. That would be great. But – I mean, the reality of it is we really have a really good football team. We just got to stay focused and just just let's honor what we got because we could be bad. It could be really bad for us, and we're still in contention of being the, one of the top, if not the top player on team in the NFC. So. Yep. I, I appreciate the phone call. I, I completely understand where you're coming from. Because, and the other thing to remember is anything can happen. For as much as we can talk about the Green Bay Packers and injuries, other teams can end up with injuries as well that change their season. And there's nothing wrong with taking an advantage of that. It's all about the game. I mean, you know, it's next man up. You just heard Aaron Rodgers just a little while ago talk about that. As a matter of fact, we're going to hear from Aaron Rodgers when we come back. Stay tuned. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Pella now, pay later. They are offering you no money down, no interest, no payments for 24 months when you replace your leaky old windows. I saw some snow out there today. I know you've already had it up north, but today it uh, kind of wafted across the state and we got flurries and a little bit of a dusting, and it was the first somewhat accumulation, which just sucks because we're still in October, but of the season. And it's going to get colder, and it's even going to get colder than it is today. And you want to make sure that your house is, one, energy efficient, two, the value continues to go up, three, secure. I mean, that's one thing we rely upon in today's day and age. So choose choose right now, no money down, no interest, and no payments for 24 months, or 2.99% APR financing for 12 years. And it's great from our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. They'll come out, they'll measure. They then manufacture, they assemble, they install it, they clean it up, haul away the old windows and doors, and it's like they were never there, but all you're left with is this just beautiful, beautiful new set of doors and windows, and it's it's just an awesome experience. Check out our friends at Pella Windows and Doors today. Go to PellaWI.com. That is Pella. 
wi.com. Going to hear from the quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, next on the Bill Michael Show. You're listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Welcome back. Hey, our friends up north, they said, hey, first and foremost, boy, the friends of the Four Seasons Island Resort, they want to say thank you uh, because this year's Island Fall Fest took place over the weekend. Huge success. Huge success. But uh, they still have a lot of great events coming up. The Deer Hunters Widows Weekend. (laughs) Ladies, listen up. Or guys, send your wives off uh, November 21st. They're going to do turkey bowling on November 28th. You can check out all the details for both coming up on the website. Plus, they got a great offer for you right now. Listen up. You can book any two-night weekend stay at the Four Seasons Island Resort from now through January 2nd, and you get a free night stay during the spring of 2021. And once you've been there, you'll know exactly what it is I'm talking about. It's just a beautiful, serene place. And it's just it's just so cool. It's just so eclectically, historically cool. And uh, but you got to mention the special, by the way, when you book. You got to mention that you heard it right here in the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Say I want the Bill Michaels deal. Uh, four seasons. Call them right now. Seven one five three two four fifty eight hundred. If they don't answer, just leave the voicemail and they'll get back to you. I promise. Seven one five three two four fifty eight hundred. Again, that's seven one five three two four. 5800 there's a special limited availability right now so book and you can get out of the city you can head up north uh whether it's even right now or all the way through the end of the year and don't forget snowmobilers they've got snowmobile trails all over the place up there you can take your snowmobiles up and just go enjoy yourself on the island and and snowmobile off of the island Uh, so get out of uh, your house head north go to four seasons island resort in pembine wisconsin check out everything at their website the four seasons wi.com that's the four seasons wi.com aaron Rodgers talks about getting a win when you're down a bunch of starters and you don't want to you know obviously have the kind of guys uh, who are so important to us out the entire season but it does give you a lot of confidence i was looking over practice i think it was on friday and i counted i think eight uh tab starters you know the beginning of the year that uh that were in the rehab group and you know that's not not always the best feeling but you know, part of this league is next man up, and we need guys to step in and play well. Um, there was, you know, it's not just on those guys. I think there's just, a, a, you know, a little extra onus on the veteran players that we got to step up and make plays. You know, Smash is coming in the year in a second. He had two, you know, really big impact plays for us. But, you know, the consistency with guys like that and Z and Preston and Kenny, um, you know, and our guys on offense, you know, with Jamal and Corey and Billy and Rick and, Lucas and Elton, you know, you need that consistency from your, your guys you really count on. And you just need, um, you know, those guys who step in to, to play as well as they can. And like I said, you know, it's, uh, you know, not exactly what you expect to start in the season. Now we're in game six and Jace and Malik have touchdowns, but I'm really happy for him. I just can't believe Jace threw the ball into the crowd. I know Malik was holding on to that pretty tight, but, uh, you know, first touchdown for both those guys. And then he discusses that big connection that he has with a Devontae Adams. Much like week one, it wasn't necessarily the plan to get him involved like that. It was more, 
um, the coverages that we were seeing and then the plays that Matt was dialing up. Um, you know, he was in position for a number of uh, those opportunities. But uh, no, it was really the catch down the left sideline on third down and got us going, him and I together. Just the beautiful late hands uh, by him. Um, and, you know, we had a couple uh, couple other adjustments were really good. I mean, he's just a, such a talented player. He gives you, you know, such a, such a wide margin when you're throwing the ball to him. So steady. And, you know, his communication is... Uh, between him and I has been, you know, really, really good. So when he's in, when he's in the game, obviously we're tough. And he discusses kind of the anomaly. They they wanted to make sure that uh, what they felt and what you feel is that last week against Tampa Bay, that that's a one-off. You know, even though they could have done better, he said that we wanted to be proving to ourselves and to you that there's nothing to worry about here. I mean, I said it was an anomaly, and obviously we wanted to back that up. Um, not that if it had gone the other way, it wouldn't have been. Um, that game is an, is an outlier, I believe, and, and today was more in line with our first four weeks. Um, a game that, you know, I know we're in week seven, um, but they've had a lot of turmoil over there on that side. A game that uh, if we want to be a great team, we got to win these games. Um, I don't think it was the cleanest game from an operation standpoint, probably in all three phases. Offensively, we had some um, kind of uh, plays that uh, definitely leave your head scratching but then you turn around you've scored 35 points we had a really good uh, day on third down we were really good in the red zone um, so it's one of those kind of strange uh, strange games where you're uh, definitely productive but uh, uh, there was some more out there that we probably could add and then he gets into the discussion uh, about uh, you know a good amount of Packers fit look there were fans that were allowed in but yet in Houston there was a lot of good Packers fans there. It's special. You know, we, we have such a great following. Uh, having been down here over the years for some of Donald Driver's events, I know uh, how many Packer fans are in the Houston area. Um, and it's fun to see, uh, you know, the green and gold. It's, it's different. You know, it's been such a strange year coming out to so many stadiums without fans to, to run onto the field this afternoon and to hear the ovation was – was special. It really was, you know, because you, you missed that uh, you missed that feeling. And, and we had some Packer fans last week in Tampa, but uh, this was a you know a big number. And you know, here in the Go Pack Go chance, it it was like a you know a normal game almost, where you know you're you're up a few scores on a team late in the game, and a lot of the home fans have left, and it's just our Packer fans, uh, you know, yelling out Go Pack Go. It's a it's a thing that I don't take for granted, and I enjoy and have enjoyed for over a decade, and just love, uh, love hearing it. Love walking off the field in a road game with our stand, our fans in the stands. It's just something that I'll I'll never forget. He also, uh, with the way Jamal Williams played yesterday, over a hundred yards total offense gives a ton of praise to him. I love Jamal. Jamal is such an important part of our team in so many facets. Not just um, you know the physical on the field stuff you see, where he's extremely talented. You know. The, I just thought the first catch and run that kind of got us going early was just such a smooth play by him, you know, to hands catch it like nothing, turn up the field. Um, maybe something he might not have done as smooth last year. And again, I've said this a lot, but I just, I, I'm, I'm bringing it up time and time again, because I just think he deserves so much credit for what he did in the off season uh, to, to get himself in this position. He's such a talented guy. Uh, he obviously brings so much outside of the physical, the energy, the swag, the dancing moves that we all can try and 
uh, you know, copy or just marvel at. Um, but he's an important, important part of what we're doing. And with uh, Jonesy, you know, not being able to go today, to have him step up and play the way he played was was not surprising. But you just, I, I don't want to belittle it at all. It's a really important part of what happened today was was him in there, uh, pass protecting, run the football tough, having some timely catches. Um, and he loves seeing me that touchdown at the end. So uh, before we get out of here and, and we're done listening to Aaron Rodgers, uh, the one thing he did want to make a note of, and we talked about this, Billy Turner, Rick Wagner, you're filling in, you're changing up the offensive line. David Bakhtiari's out. This is what Aaron Rodgers had to say about it. I'm really happy the way those guys played. You know, I think Matt did a really good job this week of, uh, you know, setting a game plan that could get those guys comfortable from the start of the game. We, we wanted to run the ball early. Um, and wanted to give those guys some help. Obviously, J.J. is such a talented player. Um, we didn't want to let him get going and, and be able to kind of tee off and get some action game, I felt like, and uh, a nice job giving those guys help. But there were multiple times where there was one-on-ones, five across the line, five guys blocking, and those guys held up to have no sacks. You know, I really didn't uh, get touched a whole lot today. Only had to really slip out of one. Um, it was a nice, clean day up front. Those guys deserve a lot of credit. And they've played really, really well all year. Um, you know, five of the six games to have zero or one sack is uh, is pretty impressive. So there you go. That was Aaron Rodgers talking uh, to the media after the game. And, and he's absolutely right. Early on, Mercedes Lewis, <coughs> excuse me, helping, <coughs> helping out the left tackle position. I swallowed a little bit wrong. Let's do this. Well, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back. I'll get my voice back. We'll be back after this. Border to Border, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Now, a green and gold update brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veteran Services Department at cuw.edu slash veterans. Here's Mike Clemens. The Packers beat the Texans 35 to 20. Green Bay controlled the clock, jumped out to a 21 point lead despite missing some starters on defense, including Kevin King and Darnell Savage in the secondary. Safety Raven Green left the game with an oblique injury and linebacker Chris Barnes with a shoulder. Adrian Amos after the game. Everybody has their role, and then when things happen, people go down, people have to step up, and and you have to maintain that same standard that we have. I think the guys that came in, they did very well. The Packers now 5-1 after that big loss last week in Tampa. Matt LaFleur. It's always awesome to to bounce back after, you know, the game that we had the previous week. I'm really proud of our guys' effort. It's been a rough season for the Texans, who fall now to 1-6. Quarterback Deshaun Watson. COVID to coaching change to losses to family. I mean, just everything. So it's a good time for me to be able to kind of decompress this bye week, uh, figure out, you know, the second half of the season. Over 13,000 tickets sold for the game, most of them Packer fans. Aaron Rodgers. Having been down here over the years for some of Donald Driver's events, I know uh, how many Packer fans are in the Houston area and it's fun to see uh, you know the green and gold it's it's different you know it's been such a strange year coming out to so many stadiums without fans to to run onto the field this afternoon and to hear the ovation was was special that's Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers I'm Mike Clemens on the Bill Michaels show (laughs) 
going to sit down and watch that game tonight. The Bears are on the road taking on the Rams. Um, should be a good one, and it's a proving ground for both. I mean, the Bears obviously have put together a good season. The Rams, while they have four wins, it's pretty much against the NFC East, which is god-awful. So we'll see what happens tonight. So what's for dinner? Quick trip, they got you covered. Some take-home meals prepared fresh in their kitchen, ready to heat and eat in yours. It's that simple. Fettuccine Alfredo with chicken, turkey with potatoes and gravy, beef stroganoff, pork chop stuffing, mashed potatoes, gravy, all of that stuff. They fix them. You put them in hot and fresh right at the microwave. You take them out. Oh, you're good to go. Good to go. They got you covered. Quick trip. Use your quick rewards card, by the way, when you're there and earn yourself some additional uh, some additional benefits. But uh, that's our friends from Quick Trip. I, I'll tell you what, Graham Mertz, uh, I, I hope that word comes out later on. Now, we know that uh, Paul Chris has already said they don't believe that the game against Nebraska is going to be in danger, but he is not going to talk about COVID tests and the health of his players when it comes to that. But uh, Graham Mertz, man, uh, the, uh, the offensive, co-offensive player of the week in the Big Ten, um, and he just got off to such an incredible start. An impressive performance against Illinois uh, on Friday night. Uh, he set or tied multiple records in his first career start, including the school record for single-game completion percentage, which is at 952, while tying the school marks with five touchdown passes and 17 consecutive completions. Tanner McAvoy, by the way, sharing the honor with him on that. And uh, he ends up going 20 of 21, 248 yards, uh, completing three of his five touchdown passes to the tight end, Jake Ferguson, who also had a big night. Um, it, it just – what a tremendous, tremendous night for Graham Mertz. And for every – I had said to Gary Ellerson yesterday, look, no matter what happens from here on out, he had a great night. But when you see Graham Mertz play, we had talked about how he has the physical attributes of a quarterback. He just looks – like a quarterback, doesn't he? And what you hope is, is that not only does this continue, maybe not at such a prolific pace, because I don't think, I think it'd be kind of crazy to to expect that, but that he continues to win and continues to play this way. And then other recruits will kind of look over that fence and say, hey, he went there. I want to follow in those footsteps. And then maybe just maybe down the road, who knows? We're talking about a final four into the uh, final four and maybe a championship. Yeah, dare to dream, right? Dare to dream. Got a lot to talk about regarding the NFL from yesterday. We'll talk more about this Packers win over the Texans. So let's get into all that discussion. Coming up next on the Bill Michael Show. station strong the bill michaels sports talk network t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning right now families and small businesses can save up to 20 percent versus at&t and verizon when they switch visit your local t-mobile store today Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. For a 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.